Hello, listeners. Welcome back. We would like to take a somber tone at the top of the recording and issue you with a heartfelt and sincere apology. In our last episode, I got caught up in the emotion and the roller coaster of the topics of the day. And in my exuberance, I became caught up in a terrible, terrible lie. Now, it is upon me to issue you a genuine, heartfelt apology for this and let you know that I will try my hardest to never, ever lie to you again. The lying question, which I'm heartbroken to admit to, is that I mistook the wonderful pineapple-loving, tight-bun-having, gym-decimating, chocolate-skinned love god that is Andy Peters with the erstwhile slightly beige, somewhat vanilla Andy Crane. We perpetrated this lie for the entirety of the episode and we are sorry to each and every one of you, especially the stranger who listens to us weekly from Peru. Andy Peters, I'm sorry I let you down and I will forever bear that burden. Now on with the episode. Hello everyone! How are we, you beautiful people? I'm so sorry, Andy Peters and Andy Crane. Oh, fuck Andy Crane, he's the boring one. I can't believe that I got caught up in that lie, mate. Both of whom are very different in hue and kind of ethnic upbringing. Yeah, somewhat, somewhat somewhat middle class white person as opposed to Andy Peters who is... For can only imagine episode. Andy Crane's cum tastes like cobwebs and disappointment. That's what it should be tasting like, not pineapple. That's Andy Peters. <laughs> I mean, does oh. that mean Ainsley Harriet tastes like jambalaya? I don't. <laughs> does that um, mean that? <laughs> Andy Peters? I mean, I I didn't want to stop you because you're in full flow, and it's like Andy Crane doesn't spell his name with an I. Pretty sure it's A-N-D-Y. And I'm pretty sure Andy Crane doesn't work at the BBC anymore. He's on uh, Capital Radio at about two in the morning. It wasn't until... Uh, we, we, when we finish these episodes, we, we immediately kind of go into a post-episode debrief via uh, WhatsApp. And we're bouncing back um, uh, the artwork which we're choosing for the episode that, that week. And yeah. uh, we had gone into uh, our art programs and started generating some artwork. And um, it wasn't until I typed in Andy Crane um, and in a sea of pineapples um, that I realised that he is quite a white man, quite a white man. <laughs> a milk bottle with 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 a side parting. I mean, I'm sure he's a lovely man, but I. Don't think he's as spicy as you think. If you, if you open up a dictionary to white man, he is the picture in the dictionary of what a white man would look like. 
<laughs> he looks like every... That was the weirdest debrief ever, I have to be honest. That was I... a weird... When you realised you were thinking completely the wrong person. I wrote the apology for the episode two weeks ago at, at the end of our last episode and I've been sitting on it for two weeks and we didn't want to say anything at all online in the meantime because we were actually reaching out to Andy Crane to try and get an endorsement and uh, now I realise the reasons why he's not endorsed us um, He's really angry <laughs> I mean if anything Andy you should be really happy I said that your cum tastes like pineapple Anyway episode 9 Welcome to More Headache um, podcast. I'm Phil Goff. The the man sat opposite me is Andy (laughs) with an I. Chamberlain, not Crane. (laughs) Fucking hell. Hello. Where can can we where can we find you, Andy? Andy. (laughs) He said Andy Crane then. Andy Chamberlain. You can find me on all of the social medias at Sarian Lives. That's S A R I A N L I V E S. Um, all the words with an I at the end. Find me at Words from Andy with an I, not Andy with a Y, because Andy's with Ys are boring middle-aged white men. Uh, you can find me at Beardy McBloatface at Geek Therefore on uh, Twitter. Um, and we will call it Twitter until Elon Musk sends us an invoice for using Twitter, and and then he can fuck off because we're not paying for it. And he can get in one of his rockets and fire himself. Fuck off, yeah, in, into the sun what? in the daytime when it's hottest. Day, eh, Donald. What an obnoxious fuckwit you are. Well, that'll get rid of the block, the bots. No, it won't, because the bots are the ones with the fucking money from our stolen credit cards. You prick. What was it I said about Elon Musk last time that you said we were going to get sued? Oh, that he... is semite. <laughs> Stop yeah. it! Because we've just defamed his own his pod his the platform and you're well, calling him the, an anti-semite. This is the thing I'm trying to say to you. I don't think he's got anything to do with the, the fact he's not going to sue us because I call him an anti-semite because he kind of knows that he is, but he is going to sue us because I called him a boring ass cunt. <laughs> Five minutes in, Mister. Um... <laughs> what was it? what was the chap's name? Uh, I can't remember, but he um he definitely wanted more of the C word. No, we're not going to do any more this evening. No, that's it. That's We've it. set ourselves. We we have set ourselves boundaries. A one cunt, a one cunt boundary. Oh, fuck. that's three. A, a right. three cunt boundary. Four. All right. So four. We can't go any more because if it goes odd, then I've got to say one and make it even again. So we can't. Okay. Cunt. Oh my god, you cunt. <laughs> Right, stop. I'm sorry, that was a cunty thing. To this do. cannot be a feature of the show. <laughs> we cannot, yeah. we cannot it's... sustain episodes. No, we can't. Just we because can't. we have a, a, a C word off. No, you, I, it's on, it is on five at the minute. I will just say that. Um, we'll uh, inevitably come round to it sometime towards the end of the episode. Well, we're about to get onto politics, so I'm sure it'll be... I sat on my sofa earlier and had a little conversation with myself mentally that, you know what, we're going to... we just, just Clean up our act. Yeah, just we're just going to... We're just going to try and get our act together and we're going to try and clean up our language and we're going to try and clean up our act and we're going to present ourselves to the world as positive go-getter and that's going to bring all of the the joy that you're, you're searching for in life. It's going to bring it to you like a magnet... I'm not yeah. going to swear anymore. I'm going to be more positive. I'm going to be more go-gettery. 
and then and then five minutes into the episode, I've already said the word five times. Yeah. So oh, that is it now, though. No, no more. more. No more. Go on. No you can more. have one more because it's odd. We'll get, on. we'll come to it though. We'll come to oh, okay. it. Oh, you want it? To, you want it? You want it to flow naturally? Like yes. Oh, like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I want it enough. to flow naturally, like the sewage in our rivers, <laughs> or our political system. Yeah, I want it to flow uh, more uh, naturally, like um, the political discourse we have before making groundbreaking decisions on policy. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Just, I want it to flow more naturally, like uh, the discourse coming from the right on immigration. Stop. Sorry. Um, yeah, let's do it. Should we do? Should we do some bongs? Let's do some bongs. Biddly buddly bong. Rishi Sunak, a bigger fraud than Boris Johnson, a bigger liar than Trump, in the pocket of big oil and driving the UK into the cliffs just to line his own pockets. <laughs> bodily bodily bing bong bong. Zelensky has had enough of your shit. Tells Russia to their face, "You're a bunch of terrorists, mate." Don't get on a plane. Uh, biddly, biddly, bing, 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 biddy, bong, bong, bong. Russell Brand. This is a picture of my face. It is showing an expression of complete surprise. Now, we may get into some sticky situations with that one. I think right now we need to make a promise to ourselves that when we come to that subject in the bong section, we approach it with the delicacy that it deserves. Yeah, because I don't know if you've watched the Dispatches documentary on Channel Four. No, it is. I, I don't want to be a Dispatches documentary though either. It is fucking awful. What Russell Brand? I know I've watched him. The whole situation. I, is, I'll be honest. I haven't. Yeah, it's wall to wall disgusting, and I have nothing but feels for the ladies involved. Uh, I yeah. also. Yeah. We I won't believe yeah. some of the footage that they've got of him. Um, uh, we'll we'll come to it when we get to the yeah. section, but there's a lot to talk about, and I think it needs to be treated with uh, slight delicacy. Yeah, yeah, no, we 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 won't be making light of that, but I think it's it's something that does bear discussion. Okay, that being said, what are we going to talk about later in the episode, Phil? After that, what we're doing is we've realised as much as we like politics. Not everyone likes politics quite as much as we do. So we're stretching our remit a bit. And we thought this week we'd look at toys, toys, toys. And just some of the weirdest toys, some of the scariest toys. We'll get onto that one. I, I, I One of them I can't actually believe was a child's toy. Uh, some of the most disturbing toys, um, Furbies, I think we can all agree. And um, some of our favourite toys growing up. Or toys that maybe just got away from us. It's going to be like nice. Chucky. It's an interesting conversation. We'll be quite excited about talking about this this week. Yeah, oh, yeah it's, it's, there are some weird toys of which we'll put pictures up on the podcast if we're able to, or we can be fucked. But right now, straight in with the bongs. Let's go. Rishi Sunak. <laughs> now, yesterday, Rishi made a northern man very angry, and it's not me. No, it's um, not you for once. It's not you. Although I was angry when I actually listened to what he was saying. Lindsay Hoyle, not a woman, it's a man. It's a it's a gentleman's name also, um, who is the current Speaker of the House. 
lost his. He lost. He lost his shit. Yeah, he's usually he's a somewhat um, beige, uh, slightly posh northern man who his idea of of kind of telling people off is sending them off for a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's like a he's like a referee at a Sunday league club. Um, yeah, that's for the over seventies. Yeah, and he doesn't really want to assert his authority too much because he knows that he's going to have to write a report about it later and then issue it to the FA, even though he works for a Sunday league club. But at the same time, he has to try and at least give the image of someone who's got a slight modicum of authority because, oh, after all, that's what he's getting paid £83,000 a year for. Yeah, but it, it's a bit like a man needing a wank and realising his hands don't work. That is Lindsay Hoyle. Yeah, he's just... He's ineffectual. He's, he's no... Um... What's his name? Burko. And he's certainly no Betty Boothroyd. Yeah. As the speakers of the House of House of Commons go, they, they generally have quite a long tenure. Um I don't I don't see this man having a particularly long tenure. No. And unlike American politics, where the speaker kind of comes and gets voted in by the power the, the party that's in power of that house at that time, so the House of uh, Congress or the House of Representatives, um yeah. in the UK, uh for our international listeners. It's musical chairs. Absolutely. The Speaker of the House of Commons genuinely uh, generally has the role um, for the full tenure of Parliament, uh, regardless of what what, what, what party's in. Um, When it comes to the end of their, like, run, there's a vote, and that person can still be continued in, regardless of whether or not his party's in power. Um, And it's it's quite... It's an interesting um, position, because... There's supposed to be impartiality between the teams, uh, regardless of whether or not he's on one of them. Um, fair dude, this man is, he is pretty impartial. I will give him that. Yeah, and I think his impartiality has definitely grown since he's taken on the role. The, the problem being, um, what's the point of being the last honest man in the West when everyone else is an outlaw? Yeah. Do you know how I'd like to see the Speaker of the House elected? Hunger Games. Uh, stick 10 politicians in an arena we can all have a good watch and at the end of it we've got nine less politicians to worry about and a strong character right i'm gonna gonna expand upon this idea i'm gonna expand upon this idea and i'm gonna i'm gonna pitch something to you right now Mm -hmm. okay so we get uh there's like 10 major political parties in the uk yep one of each there we go if we say like Sinn fein and you know the dup green parties uh, Can I nominate S- Lawrence Fox? We get all of their... Oh, yeah, them two. We'll get all of the leaders um, together and they get to nominate one person each to be their speaker. So that's their uh, tribute. We take them all to Centre Parks on a cold <laughs> oh, fuck. November Thursday evening. Hang on, I said Hunger Games. I didn't mean mean to them. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we we put them into Centre Parks, okay? Yeah. We then We then... Pitch this to the BBC. Oh, yeah, it's like Love Island, but with politicians fighting. There we go. We open up the phone lines, but we put it on a premium telephone number, therefore making more money that we can churn back into the uh, the old Auntie Beeb. Yeah. And we make it into a primetime television show live from Centre Parks. Oh, and you could get even that, you know, live from Centre Parks. It's Killer Prick. Exactly. It's Murder Dome! Political <laughs> edition! 
Today, Grant Shapps gets fisted by a big spike. <laughs> Highlights at 10. Kemi Badnock fashions a knife out of some shit. <laughs> Diane Abbott has found the juniper berries and has got completely wasted down on the river. <laughs> Lauren Spots burns some leaves and says transgender people are evil. <laughs> Today, Lawrence... They're not evil. Can I just clarify? We don't believe that. That's Lawrence Fox's point of view. We do not carry that view at all. Today, Lawrence Fox got in an argument with a rainbow and tried to beat it up. Yes. <laughs> in today's challenge, Lawrence Fox has to run a gauntlet of drag queens, all with their dicks out. <laughs> Who's going to get fucked? Here's the surprise. It's not the drag queens. Meanwhile, Ed Balls has been in the woods murdering people left, right, and centre. <laughs> Ed Balls just goes completely native. <laughs> they find Ed Balls 15 foot up a tree just eating Lindsay Hoyle's throat. Surprise, surprise! Boris Johnson impregnates a tree! <laughs> Three seconds in, he's fucked two people! Uh, yeah, oh, this has got legs. We should pick. I don't actually. I don't think the B, but it's the sort of thing Channel Five would go for. <laughs> we've not talked about Richard Sunak yet. All we've talked about is Grant Shapps being fisted by a stick, and I don't know why fisted because it wouldn't be in the shape of a fist. And <laughs> Ed Balls, up. Ed Balls going full deer hunter, and uh, Here dropping comes out our a games like master quasi quarting. Quasi Quarteng in, 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 invents the arena. <laughs> Narrated by the reanimated corpse of, you know, Margaret Thatcher. There we go. <laughs> Just uh, a head in a jar, Margaret Thatcher talking like, what's his name? Patrick um, from the Games Master program. What's he was called? Patrick. Patrick yeah, Patrick Moore. We're just like a, a, a animated Margaret Thatcher. Good, 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 good day, contestants. Today, 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 you have to catch fish. You know, just yeah, there we go. Using only foreskins. We could we can those... definitely pitch this to the BBC and make a make a quick buck. If if the BBC won't have it, Channel 4 will definitely buy it. And Channel 5 will own anything. Chat Channel 5 will make it their flagship program. We'll get paid millions for it. You know, we've done be- they've had Benefit Street. Yeah. Let's just do middle class muse. Today on middle class muse, <laughs> Pamela's in panic station as she discovers the hummus isn't fair trade. <laughs> oh dear, Tarquin, we've run out of manuka honey. <laughs> Tarquin's come home with battery eggs rather than free range eggs. Mother loses her shit. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Rishi Sunak has said some pretty, well, I think personally he's committed career suicide. How I, about you, Andrew? I, at, this, at this point, I don't know what Rishi Sunak's doing. I, honestly, I, I cannot track with his actions and his behaviour and the things that he says. It, 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 it looks, for all intents and purposes, like the man is the most confident human per, human being on earth. Yeah. He exudes this air of confidence whilst 
paradoxically acting like the most inept human being that's ever walked the planet. I mean, he couldn't be any more politically dangerous to himself at the moment, short of walking into Whipsnade Zoo and flicking a towel's love spot, uh, a lion's love spots with its towel. Like Boris Honestly. Johnson. Boris Johnson said some shit. Boris Johnson said some shit, then did some other shit. And he did that on the reg. But you kind of got the impression that Boris Johnson was just kind of jazz. The, the difference between Boris Johnson and Rishi Sunak is Boris Johnson struggles with an eight-piece jigsaw and but, likes but, and likes Peppa Pigland. Yes, but but he's also good at doing the whole lot. Like, honestly, honestly freeform jazz. There you go. If the arse falls out of his um, speaking gig, he can do some scat. Exactly. He's just free. Which I, I hear through that he's into anyway. So you he's know. just vital. Yeah, he definitely is into scats. But he's just vibing, isn't he? He's just he's just kind of going with it. He's like bouncing off the walls. He's like, you know, it's like yeah. Louis Armstrong on a trumpet. He's just fucking going for it, but making it all up. He's going along, and it's brilliant. Everyone loves it. For our, more in- for our more innocent listeners, we should say that we drew a parallel between scat music. And people shitting on each other. Yeah, people. The um, the, the, the sexual um, peccadillo that is scat. That's scat music. Ooh. Listen to Muddy Waters, Howling Wee Wee Jefferson, the cystitis kid. For scat on the other side, just Google two girls, one cup. You'll be fine. Yeah. And it's it. it, it, it <laughs> you should mind yourself. Oh. Even though it's fake, it looks real, right? Oh, <gasps> I, I actually just turned my stomach thinking about that. Richard, anyway. You know what he's Rishi made some Sunak very is? stupid. He's made some very stupid things. Rishi Sunak uh, is yacht rock. It couldn't be any more inoffensive if it tried. What the fuck is yacht rock? Uh, yacht rock is stuff like um, uh, Barry Manilow. Okay. Um, People equal shit, but hoist the mainsail. That's what I was thinking. But, yeah, it's no, um, no. It's it's that kind of music that is kind of like you know. Everyone kind of likes it, and it's there, and it fills a purpose. But do you really need it? Yeah, it's just kind of background noise. I mean, yacht rock instead of slip instead of Slipknot, we could have Double Shank. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, Granny Knot. Or Clovich. Oh, Clovich, one of my favourite knots. You sexy bastard. Anyway. Rishi Sunak this, this, he's, uh, the, he's the backpedalled basically he's backpedalled he backpedalled like a motherfucker yeah he's backpedalled like the Chuckle Brothers in a pedalo pedalling towards a, a meat grinder he's um, he's he, why the Chuckle Brothers but yeah terrible human being absolutely awful tiny <laughs> wee man very very small short man and um He's also our prime minister. And yesterday, uh, the first day of recess, um, without bringing it up in parliament the week before, like he had an opportunity to, so he could open um, civic debate, uh, he instead decided, just to unilaterally decided to change the UK policy on net zero um, and green um, tariffs and policies and everything basically just sent us back a good few years and upset a really nice northern man yeah just it, uh, it took two balm cakes and a scotch pie to settle him i heard i was aghast when i was watching the video of him talking 
I uh, wasn't. I knew exactly what he was going to say, and I knew it was going to fuck us all over. It, yeah, because his speech got leaked the day before, yeah. and everyone was aware of exactly what was going to be said. Because I wonder who leaked that leaked and everything. Um, and then he came out and he did the, he did the speech, and apparently, I don't know if you were aware of this, Phil, or if you, the listeners. Uh, out there in UK land and beyond. But did you know that the UK was on the verge of implementing a full ban on meat and meat products? I mean, it's kept the walls people up all night. I, I was... I, I, I was unaware of it. I, honest, I, I've I, even gone through their website. There isn't anything. I can't I find anything. I had no idea. I didn't know I was not going to be able to have a burger or a steak or some sausages. But oh, apparently I mean, we're be... on the verge of that going... That'd be the tastiest prohibition era ever, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would. Speakeasy barbecues. What's the password? Bernard Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> What's the password? Turkey Twizzlers, you bitch. There we go. <laughs> Don't worry. Bernard sent me. <laughs> bootiful. Oh, the password has definitely got to be bootiful. Bootiful. Game. Get your, get your laughing tackle around this turkey twizzler. It's got your name written all over it. Hello there, my name is Bernard Matthews, and I have taken five minutes out from wringing the necks of turkeys with my own hands because that's something I like to do both for my sexual pleasure and my business pleasure. And here to tell you all about my turkey steaks. You can get They've got pounds. fuck all turkey in them. In fact, they're made from people. I kill people. I fucking kill people. I love turkeys. I'm married to ten of them. I fucking eat people. You're eating people, people. This isn't a turkey burger. This is a people burger. And it's beautiful. <laughs> so fuck you all. However, enjoy. <laughs> sorry. I don't know where that came from. I'm really sorry. Bernard Matthews clearly triggered. It's the tweed, I think. It's the tweed and the fact that you've been eating people for 30 years. Yeah, I mean, but that's just a side thing. Um, But yeah, Turkey Twizzlers, it's pig dicks, people. It's pig dicks. (laughs) You're eating tomato-flavoured pig dicks. Oh, it's made for belly buttons and arseholes. Oh, hang on. Belly buttons are a bit pricey. Let's go for eyelids. (laughs) Um, we're really in the accents here, aren't we? We had Mario and Toadstool last week. Honestly, that it spun me out because you sounded so much like Too Lit Mario. Has he said anything? Please, has he said anything? Yeah, I do not. I, I need to tell him about it. But when you if he ever retires, I want his channel. You were spot on. It was amazing. <clears throat> anyway, Rishi Sunak came out. Sorry, yeah. Changed all the green policy. Uh, backtracked on the UK's promise to reach net zero by 2030 and uh, basically bought himself some votes by being a massive, 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 humongous, gargantuan prick. You thought I was going to say the C word oh, there, but I'm still nearly, sitting on I it. I nearly said six there. There we go. <laughs> um, he basically has... I, I don't think he's gained that many votes because it was so clearly cynical Oh, we can trust you to make the right decisions. You, I don't. Bernard Matthews again. There, we can trust. We can trust you to make the right choices. People don't want to be lied to. They're sick of Westminster. Well, it's a good job you're in fucking Westminster, then, Richie, isn't it? 
Here, Sorry. you keep lining the people, but if you like your turkey, I'll have your fucking bollocks for breakfast, pal. Much like my turkey breasts. <laughs> um, do you like your turkey breasts on the salty side? You'll love Here mine. bollocks for breakfast. I've got four of them in a packet for four pound. You think they're beef faggots? They're not. They're balls. You can't call them beef faggots anymore. Uh, what? 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 Do they not call them that anymore? Like you can't call them beef faggots anymore. What do we call them then? Meat flavored faggots. <laughs> faggots that identify as meat flavored. I almost um, kept a straight face whilst doing that. I almost kept a straight face whilst doing. That. <sighs> <sighs> I paused an episode of Ghost Hunters for this. Um, right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Rishi Sunak basically is a prick. Watch this space. We'll be talking more about this man. Won't we just? We'll be right back after these messages. Hi there. We'd really like to hear from you. And as such, we've been idiots and set up a WhatsApp account for you to listen to. If you'd like to get in touch, leave us a message, or even just speak to us and say hi if you love us. The number is 07990863564 on WhatsApp. Messages and uh, get back to us. That number is 07990863564. We definitely promise you it's not a sex line. So, those yes, are our, those are our sponsors Russell uh, Rishi Sunak. What a prick. What a prick. Basically, so, the, the UK yeah. is a ginormous bin fire at the moment, hurtling towards what can only be described as a ginormous rubbish truck fire. And that, in turn, is flying towards a ginormous landfill that's also on fire, whilst we're in the middle of a hurricane of shit. Yeah. A shitnado. Shitnado. Yeah. Starring Tara Reid. This Friday on Channel 5. Yep. And then Shitnado 2. The Shittening. <laughs> Straight afterwards. Starring Richard Graco. This Thursday on Channel 5. Shitnado 3. With Dean Kane. He used to be Superman. He's really let himself go. Dean Kane and Dean Gaffney. They're not the same people. I've seen them in the room together. Okay, fair I enough. Once, I once saw them in a wimpy getting a milkshake. I saw Dean Gaffney in a wimpy wimp. once, but he wasn't getting a milkshake. He was he was doing something much worse than that. I love wimpy. So does Dean Gaffney. Let's do let's do a whole thing on restaurants and fast food next time. I can I could do that until the cows come home. <laughs> Ironically, which is what McDonald's does. Um, so we, we let's go on to Zelensky. Well, we're only going to skim over this because there's not a, it's still going on. The war in Ukraine is still waging. Vladimir Putin um, is still a tyrant. And Vladimir Zelensky. Putin is one of three men, yeah. possibly or, four, one of which is definitely hiding in a fridge. Yeah. Which is ironic because Putin probably is four people. Yeah. Yeah. Four little people but, in one man suit. Like let's, not go down, let's not go down that route. 
Yes. So Zelensky yesterday uh, was in the UN and basically whilst he was there for the first time staring across the table at Russian delegates, he basically called the Russians out for being terrorists and um, uh, war criminals. Um, And then shouted down the rest of the UN saying, I can't believe that all of you fuckers actually share a table with this scumbag. I don't Which think was, that's the word he used, was it, Andy? What was I the mean, word he actually used? The the the, the mm-hmm. words are different, but uh, the, the tone was definitely the same. Sure, he didn't use a different word. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, scumbags oh. definitely kind of fulfills the the <laughs> need I'm looking okay. for. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm going to stick with scumbag. I, I can't think of any other words that I'd like to say right <laughs> this moment. Damn it. Okay. So he's basically branded Russia as a terrorist state. And um because you know they are. They are. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I would like to point out there's an asterisk at the end of that statement. Um this goes please don't, kill his, the, please don't kill his uncle Vladimir. This goes out to the one Russian listener that we suddenly gained last week when we strangely <laughs> criticized the motherland. I won't lie, Andy text and shit himself over WhatsApp. Saying, if I vanish in a black bag, delete my internet history. And don't open that box under the bed that makes the strange noise that we got that time we went to Cambridge. You said you wouldn't say anything about that. And those children were not innocent. So, um, yeah, Zelensky's just had enough. His people are getting killed. His country's being decimated. And Moscow still has a McDonald's. And they're also in the middle of um, what is being reported in the mainstream media is a kind of faltering counteroffensive, though what seems to be in reality quite a spectacular counteroffensive that's actually gaining ground and turning the tide of the war against Russia. Um, yeah. So much so that most of the mainstream media have now started peddling out what to ha- what to do in the event of the nuclear war. Um a bit like it's the 1970s, completely forgetting that we live in the tech uh, TikTok generation. Yeah. And most of the children have already built bomb shelters. Yeah. They did it during lockdown as yeah. a joke. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They made radioactive hazmat suits out of cereal bags in lockdown as a Cause joke. Because it, it was better than e-learning. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> Nuclear war doesn't scare kids these days because the kids know how to survive nuclear war because they'll probably just hack the computers that fire the nuclear weapons before the nuclear weapons can be fired and then make them, I don't know... Play chess. Yeah, or fucking shit out an algorithm that makes The weekend and Drake songs. Yeah, they'll just be a a guy in Russia turning the key. They'll have hacked it. Every time he turns the key, he makes porn noises. (laughs) There we go. Or, or sings Rick Astley. That was EastEnders, isn't it? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> just every time, every time they try and fire a nuclear bomb, they just get yeah. Rick rolled. I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. Fuck you, Russia. Yeah. Every time they press the big red button, every screen around them suddenly erupts with Tub Girl. Oh. <laughs> or go old school, lightsaber yeah. guy. Honestly, I just I like I'm not even scared of nuclear war, and nuclear war used to be the thing that I was most scared of. Genuinely, were weren't you? I just I just thought we were going to get bombed at all times. The Russians just looked shifty. No, no, no. We had that dodgy teacher. It was bummed. 
bummed at all times. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a Russian monobrow. That's what I was thinking. Anyway, Zelensky has Sorry, had... Yeah, we, 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 we didn't get threatened with being bummed at school. Just the bigger kids. Wait, you didn't? Now I feel special. Oh, look at you all happy. Uh, <laughs> Zelensky's had enough. We've all had enough. Russia just needs to... Uh, not the Russian people. The Putin, basically. Yeah, I know some very lovely Russian people. I do, yeah. But I, I honestly have absolutely no time for the country of russia right now i just need you to stop just just stop put it down go to your room and think about what you've done make some maybe maybe i won't ground you for the rest of your life yeah so now we've done Zelensky. yes let's move on to i'm I'm gonna let you take the lead here because actually you're more um, aware of this story than i am Um, god i wish it wasn't it's a horrible. Can we just say we're not here to make fun of this? We're just to draw some attention because nowadays we live in an era of trial by media, um, and we hear lots of different sides of stories, lots of opinions, and people will, in the coming weeks, the coming months, and what or not, will make their opinion up about this man. We are faced with a story where Russell Brand, for those of you that don't know Russell Brand, and actually most of the world does because he's fairly well-known, has been accused of some truly, truly, truly atrocious things. So Thursday, I think last week, uh, Russell Brand came out and released, Thursday or Friday last week, released a video on his YouTube channel. His his astoundingly popular... um, incredibly well subscribed youtube channel where he now peddles most of his shitty comedy um in the ways of being a slightly skewed health kick wellness guru right-wing conspiracy theorist fuckwit um and say how you're actually feeling he tried to get ahead of a news story that was breaking um, as part of, I think, the Telegraph and Channel 4. Um, yeah. It might be the Times. It's definitely a newspaper in the UK that has the letter T in it. Yeah. Um, and Channel 4. Um, let's, let's not forget the channel that more or less employed him for the first half of his professional career. Yeah. Um, and he uh, basically uh, said, there's going to be a news story breaking about me um, and it's quite egregious, almost baroque accusations. Um, that's the bit that fucked me right over and got my blood boiling. Yeah. Um, about his sexual uh, misadventures in the past, when he was very promiscuous, that he has wrote about extensively in both of his books, giving a free advertising for his novels, which are available in Waterstones, if you want to buy a copy to burn or throw in the sea. Um, he uh, he then said that all of the sex that he had during that period was 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 consensual, um, and that you shouldn't believe a word of what's going to be said or written about him. In fact, it's a mainstream conspiracy with an agenda all its own just to get him. And it makes yeah. you wonder what's the bottom line here. What are they really trying to get at? 
Yeah. Uh, thus spinning a uh, genesis of a new conspiracy that he can later build upon. Um, yeah. Anyway, Saturday morning, we wake up, come into the lounge, and there's a brand new documentary on Channel 4 from Dispatches. Yeah. Um, the Channel 4 uh, long-form investigative um, documentary series. Um, long form in as much as that they usually take a few years to um, deep dive and delve into a subject and then release a documentary after an extensive and exhaustive process of investigation, due diligence, editing and production. Yeah. The documentary is incredible. It's uh, genuinely an incredible piece of work. And um, it's also disgusting. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's disgraceful. And it's it's one of those things that kind of, until you actually watch it in the context that it's delivered in, and I will put it this way, the context it's delivered in is the original context in which it was released when it first came out. They've not done anything about it at all. They've not twisted it, skewed it, edited his words, all they've done is presented his words back to him from the period in time in question and they let him speak for himself. Yeah. And it's which, he, which he's hung himself with. Incredible how yeah. stupid everybody has been, myself included. Because I thought he was an entertaining person for a little period of time. You know, real life, real life Jack Sparrow, who doesn't want that? Yeah, yeah. He he and that's I mean, I'm not drawing parallels here. Please don't think I am. But the the effect was the same. That's how Jimmy Savile got away with it the, for the, so long. The most the most incredible part of the documentary, for me at least, is actually I don't know if you were aware of this, but do you actually know that he had Jimmy Savile on his radio show? No, <laughs> no, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that until I saw the the watch the documentary, oh, and no. then and then it happened. He invites. Jimmy, Sir Jimmy Savile at the time. No, Jimmy Savile will do, but yeah. Well, yeah. no, at the time it was Sir Jimmy, Jimmy Savile. Yeah. The uh, Tory donor and prolific paedophile. Uh, he invites someone to his radio show as a phone-in, and then he says that we'd love to get you into the studio on occasion, to which Jimmy Savile says, if you've got a sister and you bring her in, I'd be more inclined to say yes. <laughs> To which Russell Brand says, I don't have a sister, unfortunately, but I do have a very attractive assistant and we'll oh. strip her down into her skimpies and have her in a bikini and you can come along. And he goes, that's definitely going to be uh, enticing me to come along. Oh. Has a full on conversation with, with Jimmy Savile, where he offers his assistant as bait. Okay. Joking, joking or not, in that's the context nice. it was delivered is the context it was delivered to us and yeah. it just the penny kind of dropped a little bit and then all the concrete around the penny exploded like it was a nuclear bomb yeah yeah okay i, I think i do need to watch this and and actually make watch it and make your mind up with it I yeah it's, what, a, it's a story that is evolving yeah there are more yeah. accusations coming out by the minute i am inclined to believe all of them because russell brand has reached the zenith of his fame probably seven or eight years ago. Yeah. He's very much in this kind of comfortable coasting stage now where 
he's not making riches. He's not like front page news. He's not riding the crest of a wave. He's very much just kind of existing in his own little bubble, but he has veered incredibly towards the right in the last few years. And, you know, as a man who is peddling conspiracies, one of the conspiracies about him is that he did this so that he was ahead of the fact that he knew people were going to come out against him and he can now use his new position on the right to say, see, woke, they're against me, they're after me, cancel culture. Okay. Makes it does make sense. It makes sense. I mean, our thoughts go out to the to the um the, the, the victims that are coming forward and, and all credit to them for actually having the bravery to come forward. It's a big thing and it's it's a horrible thing to have to really visit the past. Um, as someone who's speaking from experience, it's 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 hard to revisit the past and actually acknowledge that that's been a thing. So that's, all credit, all credit to everyone. Yeah, and and also you can take solace in the fact that the people that have come out and had your back and supported you are the people that you would want to have your back and support yeah. you. Yeah, and the people that have had his back and supported him are the following: Elon yeah. Musk, yeah, Dana White. Mm-hmm. Andrew Tate. Who's currently in prison for sex trafficking crimes. You mean that one? And Joe Rogan. Yes. So, I mean, when you've got those people on your on your side, you, you I mean, it's a yeah. little bit, it's a little bit like being in the bunker in Berlin, <laughs> peering out and seeing the Russian army approach and just going, yeah, I've chosen the wrong side here, haven't I? Yeah. So, and then I mean, having to go back in Spain to... Mr. Hitler, that is breakfast will be possibly a bit late because of the Russians. Yeah. It's a, it's an awful situation, an awful situation. It's evolving. It's going to get worse. Watch yeah. this space. We will talk about it later. So uh, just uh, so we don't seep into brevity too soon, we're just going to take a short break with a short message about our new WhatsApp service. And then we'll be right back. I'll record I'll record a quick jingle to chuck in there. <laughs> Welcome back. Um so that was the news that was the horrendous, the even more horrendous and the truly horrendous. Let's get on to something a bit lighter, shall we? Hey Phil. Yes. When you were a child, what did you really, 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 really enjoy? Uh, oh, leaving a gate open in the countryside on the road. Do you know what I really enjoyed? What was that? What did you enjoy, Andrew? Toys. We all love toys. There are some amazing toys out there. There's some questionable toys out there. And there are some truly, oh, fuck, did they make that kind of toys? Yes. Can I lead with an oh fuck one? Go on. So I'll we'll put a link on or a picture or something. There was between the years of 1950 and 1951, back in them days, there was a toy called the Atomic Lab Set. Love this. Because we were a nuclear nation at that time. Oppenheimer, blah 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 blah, not Barbie. And there was a it what, what let me let me just find it. What how many how many um experiments they said we could do which was 
over 150 exciting experiments that can be performed on the Atomic Energy Lab. Now, what a wonderful toy. Sounds really and safe. It sounds really safe until you look at the box and you realise actually within the Atomic Energy Lab kit was actual irradiated uranium. I'm, I'm sorry, one more time? Actual irradiated fucking uranium in a child's toy in a little vial so you could power the atomic experiment playset. I'll say it again. Actual irradiated, partially weaponized uranium. Okay. Okay. Fucking hell. And they wonder why... Yeah, and, so, and then they, they took it off the shelves when they realised it might be just a little bit dangerous when six-year-olds' hair started falling out. I mean, you've got to love, you've got to love their huts, brother, haven't you? Yeah. Hey, hey, kids, want to burn your face off? Here's some, here's some radioactive material. Make sure to run real fast with it. It'll hurt you more than scissors. King hell. I, oh, I Look it up. It's, it's called... The Atomic Energy Lab, and it's by a company called Guber, Gilbert Nuclear Physics. These were nuclear physician people. Love it. Made a toy. Um, I mean, one thing you could make was a um, nuclear-powered vibrator for your mother. That was quite cool. <laughs> Just toys. Toys, 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 toys. Love, yeah. toys. Love toys when I was a kid. Love but that was it. We, we had some cracking toys actually between the two of us oh, I, I mean the big the big toys were wrestling in gi joes for us weren't they oh and thunder thundercats thund oh yeah the uh the the, the thundercats see thunder. when we when, when we were when we were growing up me and phil have known each other since we were four years old and between the ages of four and 16 we basically grew up kind of like in a bubble opposite each other in each we, other's we may houses. as well have been family and like the kids on the estate that we we grew up on we we grew up in the middle of buckingham in the... <laughs> grew up on it's not bernard matthews grew up with grew up with them. <laughs> in in the middle of a, a prison officer's estate in the middle of buckingham um that was enclosed on all sides by playing fields and a tree treatment plants it, it was it was idyllic to say the least so can i just in... say we used to swim in that sewage treatment plant i know we did yeah the, the slopes the slopes i i never really Hang on, there is a strange watery concrete tunnel coming out of this place. I wonder what it is. Oh, it's a sewage treatment plant. Well, that's going to be safe to paddle in, isn't it? Yeah, parents, let us do it though. They, we, they knew. They we knew. A golden era of toys and board games oh, and entertainment for children because most of our parents were swingers fresh out of the 70s. Mocking word. Hurtling into the yuppified 80s where they were getting credit cards and loans and mortgages and buying things on tick. So they had to keep the kids entertained whilst they were all banging each other and keeping secrets from their children that later came on to cause irrepressible trauma. We had... Can I just clarify? There was no pampas grass outside my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the back garden but um um <laughs> we we grew up in a golden era of toys and there were so many awesome toys truly. We're, talking, we're talking transformers the original g1s we're talking yeah. thunder cats, cats which were the premier action figures um yeah 
the G.I. Joe American articulated figures as well as the Action Man UK versions. Um, He-Man, double masculine. Oh, my God. She-Ra, double feminine. She-Ra, double feminine. Uh, Yeah, they may as well call them Cock-Cock and (laughs) Nunu. Here we go. Oh, it's Cock-Man and his psychic boof. But, um, balls and fanny flaps. <laughs> Orko just flange. Oh, what, um, what? What? There was so much. Um, Stretch Armstrong, which is still a thing, never managed to break one. Just, just, just you know everything you can imagine, and most of the most of the toys that we liked were uh, also spun off into cartoons to sell the toys. But they kind of fucked up somewhere along the line because they actually made most of the programs incredibly interesting, complicated, convoluted, and with such extensive backstories that you just yeah. had to dive in and dissect every single episode. I'm talking Transformers, He-Man, Thundercats. All of these toys all had co- cartoons, and all of the cartoons were completely killer. Did you know? I didn't realise this until I bought them on, on disc. Uh, Thundercats had a full series. I there's another you'll, never, you'll never you'll never have seen it. No, never it never aired in the UK. They um, we were talking about it the other day as well. One of the cartoons that a lot of people kind of sidestep or forget about in that era also had action figures made by the same people that made the Thundercat figures, and which none of us could get our hands on because they weren't for sale anywhere. And one person on our estate had all the toys, and he was a cunt. And 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 you saved it perfectly. Couldn't have been better. We're not going to name names. Brave Star, Marshall Brave Star, and Twenty Twenty was one of the greatest cartoons and toy lines you could get. It and was. No it was the pinnacle. It was the pinnacle of awesome Saturday morning cartoon watching. With, I uh, didn't the horse. There was the the weeble. Was it a weebles? The horse, the horse, um, the now horse. you done it, you doggone and made me mad. Oh, yeah, here comes Sarah Jane. The horse was called 2020 and the gun was called Sarah Jane for some reason, which yeah. is weird because we went to school with someone called Sarah Jane. Yeah. Uh, she's a doctor now. Uh, um, I don't know why I know that. And I don't and know he, why I he would, one minute he'd be riding the horse. The next minute the horse would be bipedal. Yeah, um, with, with, a, with a gun. A with a gun. Horse. Marshall Bravestar was a Native American uh, action hero who had uh, transmogrifying powers. Uh, what was it? The strength of a bear, eyes of a hawk, speed of a cheetah, puma, puma. Because it was it was American, so it wasn't um, African. It's speed of a puma, eyes of a hawk, strength of a bear, uh, strength of a bear, and the penis of a pygmy pig, a, a pygmy shrew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, amazing, amazing set. And the toys were just, they were so lush and so brilliant, but you could not get them for love nor money anywhere. I just remembered two other series that oh. had toys. Visionaries we would of the Logical Night. We oh, Harrison next door had them. We would hunt all of the local um, car boot sales and markets to get visionary toys. And yeah, I remember we remember? managed to get the whole run of visionary toys. Yeah, they were amazing. We had to go to Finmin Market every Sunday to get them. Oh, they brought that back. It's back again. But and also Centurion X. Centurions. 
They were great. Centurions. They were amazing. They had basically JCBs on their cock. I shall dig. Hang on. There we go. There's a hole. Did you know, this is something I didn't know until very recently, because I, I met somebody who's got the toys. Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Oh, Jason the Wheeled Warriors, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Organic vehicles. Did you know that you could get the toys of Jason the Wheeled Warriors? Uh, yeah, I had one. No. Yeah, I had I had one of the cars with like big organic circular saw on the top. I met someone recently who's got all of them. I mean, they're really expensive now. Yeah. JC, uh, yeah, Wheeled Warriors. And you, you, it was like the set, such 80s soundtracks as well. All hard rock 80s soundtracks. And there was there was there was other toys like even more obscure that you could only get from certain countries. Like Ulysses thirty one was only available in France. Oh my word, Ulysses! 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 Yeah. And then um, what else was there? Uh, City of Gold. City of Gold toys. The Aztec um, eagle. Yeah. And we yeah. all knew somebody which had a different set of toys that the other people didn't have. <clears throat> We all tend. We all seem to have something that was different. Oh, also, uh, uh, manta ray, manta ray, micro yeah. machines. Yeah, uh... and then there was toys that came out which were like one shots, um, which were tie-ins to films. And I was one of the people which had all of the toys for one film tie-in that nobody else had any of the toys for. What was Karate that? Kid. <gasps> yeah, he could chop through ice. I had all of the Karate Kid figures. And you had the chopsticks with the fly yeah. on a string. Yeah. Fuck, I remember those. You remember... You say that. I was looking in my parents' loft last year and I found my Karate Kid toy. Did you? Your Daniel LaRusso? Yeah. yeah. It was... it, But my... Not, da- da- not Daniel LaRue, very different action figure. Yeah, my, um, dad. My, my dad would... Um, if I did Your, dad, your dad is Mr. Miyagi. He is Mr. Miyagi, indeed. When I had done my chores or um, like helped my dad around the house or done anything, he would jump me in a car and we'd drive over to Bista and there was a hardware store um, that was at the top of the high street. And at the back of the hardware store, for some unknown reason, they had a toy section and the toy section was pretty great. And it was also the place where you could get the big ass Star Wars. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon. And the ATA and the STST. It's still there as a toy shop. It's still it's still there. All of those toys. You remember when yeah. um the bin men took all my Star Wars toys? Yeah, shit. There's probably a fortune in Kenner dolls there. Absolute, absolute fortune. I had all of them. Yeah. Holy crap. No, I do remember that. That was so weird. But that, then, yeah. There's also and the it, board games that we had when we were kids. Do you remember Dare? Yeah. Dare the atmosphere. amount of hours that we lost to playing Dare, the amount yeah. of raw eggs that we ate as children because of Dare. I got the Styria three times in year seven. The amount of belly button shots that we had taken out of each other's belly buttons when we were 11 or 12 because we were playing Dare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, we were a lot. We got pink eye pretty much constantly. Dingbats? Can you remember Dingbats? Didn't he live just up the road? Yes. Oh, Ding. I thought you meant Dean. I remember uh, you taking a box of dingbacks, me taking a box of dingbacks, and we tried to go through all the cards and memorize all of them so Didn't that we work. could cheat the next time we played. 
didn't work. It's the hardest game known to man. It really is. It really is. What other board games do we have? Uh, Mousetrap, obviously, was a good one. Operation. Um, the original Operation. Operation. Yeah. Yeah, where he screamed. Um, but no, I mean, there was some of the toys that were a bit dodgy. Uh, can I just draw attention to the scariness of Thundercats? Yeah. So, so as a set of toys, basically, they were humanoid felines with very human qualities. And in the first episode or two episodes of the actual cartoon, they had no clothes on. And Chitara was quite shapely, wasn't she? Yes, she was. And she was designed to be quite shapely to sell toys so that dads wanted to buy them as well. The problem with them being quite shapely was they were also fucking animals. And you find yourself getting attracted to what is essentially a cat. Yeah. There was it was a really weird erotic bestial stoop of nonsense. Still weird. Still, I mean, they were amazing. And then He Man, just a huge homoerotic cartoon. I I posit something to you. He Man figures were the original WWF figures. Yeah, of course they were. They were retooled. Same company. But everyone had somebody who knew like a specialty. So Jonathan Roddick was a specialty in He Man. He had all the He Man figures. Yep. Then there was our friend John uh, Hankers who had all of the Transformers. He did. I've still got my Optimus Prime though. You do have, yeah. I remember your Optimus Prime. You're getting that on the table and then putting it back in the box. Yeah, because it's still in the box. Yeah. It's still in in the box, yeah. I had all the Star Wars figures. Uh, That guy at the end of the road, the, uh, the, the, um, he had had everything. He had everything. He had everything because, you know, thousands of pounds worth of action. That's how he, that's how they parented. Um, there was we we basically we we wanted for nothing, but there were some awesome toys. There are some scary toys out in the last ten years. Can I just go through some of the weird toys that have yes. actually made? So, marketing people to market films and things make some questionable decisions. We've we've discovered the atomic lab that killed children. Um, Harry Potter. Uh, when the first Harry Potter film came out and Quidditch became a thing. Everyone wanted to be able to fly like Harry Potter on his Nimbus 2000. And Warner Brothers didn't disappoint. The only problem is the broomstick was only on sale for about two and a half, three months because of the thousands and thousands and thousands of complaints from irate parents because they wanted this to be a realistic experience. And they they created these broomsticks to have, and I quote, realistic flight sensation i think we all know where we're going here um Um, they vibrated um, and they made my pp feel funny and a lot of the older sisters were asking for a loan of said broomsticks and they had to be removed from the shelves because basically they were turning Argos and the Entertainer into Anne Summers. Into swimming pools. <laughs> Spoosh. Um, there is the E.T. finger. Yes, the E.T. finger that looks like a ginormous dildo. Just the, the glows. So not only have you got a, a dildo on the end of your finger, you can see where you're going. 
It's not even important. I'm buttering that one up either. It just looks like a dildo. Looks like a wrinkly dildo of about eight inches long. A very floppy, bristly, veiny dildo. Right. Found home after I finished. Um, There is the pole dancing doll. Yeah. Baby poles a lot. The Ouija board, which was released in the 50s as a board game. Um, Similar renaissance in the 80s when... um, W.H. Smith sold them. Yes, and also there was that date night phone game, remember? You yeah. put the thing in the middle of the table and then you play around the board game and then you can pick up the phone and you can speak to your dream date. Yeah. Somebody yeah. had a wise idea. I don't know whether it was uh, one of the board game manufacturers like uh, M&B or, or, or what, but they, they decided to combine the phone and the Ouija board set together. So you had a direct mm. line to Satan. Oh. Can I just say as listeners, if anyone has that, we would love a loan of it just to see it. Send in pictures. We would love you to send in pictures via our WhatsApp in of fact, that if, if you have it. If you've got a collection of any toys at all, we would love to see your collections. If you happen to have the original set of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys, mm-hmm. um, or pristine selection of Transformers figures, or if indeed you have got the Golden Sparrow and you own any Marshall Bros Star figures, please share them to us on our DMs. And we will tag you and credit you and everything. But we need to show off these toys because some of them are absolutely fantastic. And we know that you've definitely got them. I will say this. If we get 40 pictures of dildos, I'm going to be very angry and slightly aroused. But um, please don't. We don't want sex toys. We're aware they exist. We've all got them. I'm sat on one right now. We we just don't need those. We're genuine. Your favourite childhood toys that you still own, we would love to see. The biggest issue with the living in the modern world is it's moving at such a fast speed that a lot of the things that have become culturally zeitgeist now um, with kids are things that are not genuinely meant for them. So yeah. a lot of kids like obviously Pokemon and um, Dragon Ball Z and uh, like anime things, which yeah. you know, weren't necessarily aimed for them, but which they've discovered themselves because media has opened up so many doors and windows yeah yeah. but as a consequence of this it's meant that a lot of innovative television has gone by the wayside yeah the point where they're now just recycling some of the things that we watched as kids over and over again transformers and and he-man and you know these things are being like re uh Gurgitated back out into the world rather than in innovating and making cartoons like, but not done well. Movies. Not done well. No, and and the problem I, is that's meant that the toy market has suffered as well. So there's now no decent toys. A lot of the toys yeah. you see on the shelves nowadays are derivative plastic tr- trash. Yeah, yeah. I introduced the girls to gummy bears the other day. The g- 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 gummy bears. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. I ventured to be young compare. We are the gummy bears. Yeah, just just drink this. You can bounce around a lot. What is it? It's certainly not smack. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely not smack. Yeah. It might that, 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 that crossover with Bill Cosby was a bit dark, but yeah, other than that, it was fine. <laughs> with the bouncing and the jumping. And the bouncing and the jumping. So we'd love to see your collections of toys. Again, stressing, not sex toys, although 
we might do that as another podcast uh to reiterate the number for i tell you what if you want to show us your collection of sex toys you can you can you can send us a a cheeky link to our uh, upcoming whatsapp but if you want to send us pictures of your your normal times like your teenage mutant ninja turtles and your heroes or your your um we, we would prefer to see those yes yeah those or uh, also as we've just discussed if you've got interesting nipple hair yes we would love to see that as well don't know why Send us your most interestingly quaffered nipple hair. Or birthmarks that look like famous people in uh, inflagrante positions. <laughs> Here's Winston Churchill with his cock out. This is my birthmark. It's on my <laughs> hip. It looks like Winston Churchill filleting Princess Diana. I've got one. It's Mary Curie just going to town on herself. Anyway. So the number... Well, WhatsApp is 07990863564. And um, we would love to see pictures. It's our business account. You will get a lovely cheeky message of us from us to welcome you. And um, we would genuinely love to hear from you. We do, we are we've had three reviews on Apple and Spotify this week, and I am very grateful. So uh thank you for those. But we do what we love to engage with people. Even if you want to do a phone in, we can rig it. We can actually do a rigged phone call in here where we can actually talk to you. We, we could do that. We could do that. We rig yeah. everything else. All of this yeah, was. I've been telling you for the last nine episodes has all been completely made up. Yeah, we're I, not actually real people. I'm a cardboard cutout. Yeah, Phil is a cardboard cutout and I'm made of polystyrene. Yeah, recycled though. Restart, yes, yeah. I'm Polystyrene in liberal tears is what I'm made of. Yeah, yeah. So uh, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. We um, we love making these. And the fact that the, the sheer fact that we've made it to episode nine shows you how much we like making these. Because we are people that we, we, we're a bit like, oh, squirrel. Really, <laughs> oh, look, a butterfly. Yes. Falls <laughs> off end of earth. Yeah. But we do really enjoy making these. And we want to expand it. And we will do. So uh, get back in touch. Listen, share, review, like, masturbate furiously over our pictures. Um, just don't tell us about that bit because I get a bit weirded out by that. Um, and you some pictures, contact me. I'll send you some infogrammy and Phil. I've got several. I've got I've got folders. I've got subfolders within folders. That's why I, every time I stop at his house, I always get pink eye. But um, second time I've messed with pink eye tonight. But um, we love it. We love you guys. We love being morons for you. We are naturally morons anyway. And I think we might be mildly cretinous, Andrew. I think I think we're on the way to cretinous. We're, we are. Um, but please, stick with us. It doesn't get any better. Um, I think I'd like to do a video one. A video one would be nice, but I think we need to be in the same room. Yeah, we'll do that. Because at the moment, we are divided by miles and miles. Yeah, and a restraining order. You need to lift And it. a restraining order. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Let's do what it. I, what I'd like to see uh, in the first uh, WhatsApp group uh, image uh, with the telephone number that we gave out, which Phil's going to reiterate to you right now. 07990863564. It is in no way a sex line. The first person to send us a picture of themselves with their WWE classic one articulation superpower toy collection 
I will send Pre you preferably the Iron or, Sheik. Yes, preferably the Iron Sheik or the original um uh beefcake. Yeah, or ra match around Randy Savage. Oh, with his uh or one of the bushwhackers. The bushwhackers, match around Randy Savage. Why am I so strong? <laughs> If you can send um, me a picture of yourself with your collection of classic uh, WWF figures, I will send you a hand-drawn picture of you holding your favourite toy. Like he draws his French girls. Like a drama French girls. So with pointy nipples and pointy tools. No, he just it's not actually naked. He just goes, ha, 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 as he draws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that <laughs> will be 12 euros. Pounds? What is this pounds, you disgraceful country? Fuck off out of our continent. I don't understand why you smell like so much garlic. Why don't you touch my sausage sausage? Yes, my sausage soul. Shut anyway. the window. Shut the door. I <laughs> thought we've been horribly uh, generalist. Um, we love you. Thank you for listening. Um, As you pointed out in the last episode... We've been doing this since April and we've done nine episodes. We and need to ramp. I think we need to ramp up. I, I, I'm quite, I'm, I'm still quite exhausted by the fact we've done nine because yeah. I thought we were going to do it at least once a month and we've been way more regular than that. We've been as regular as someone whose main diet is bran flakes. Should we put out a 30 second episode 10 straight after just so we can? Well, I mean, we could do that from the uh, off cuts we've got from all the other episodes because I've got some choice off-camera stuff that we have not released in the, the podcasts. Will we get arrested? Probably. Is it anyway an ist? No. That's okay. We're not actually ists. There's a good chance, though, that we might get assassinated by one of the three children wearing the suit that is Elon Musk. Who's ever, whoever turn it is to be. Hand number one. Um... Yeah, we will be coming off Twitter if he starts charging. Fair warning. So find us on... We're on Facebook. We're on we're Threads. On, Are you on threads? threads? He's Threads right now. We're on the gram. We're on TikTok. TikTok. We're on YouTube. The YouTube. Were you filating your microphone there? No, that was the sound of um, wistful breeze blowing through a barren desert. Yeah. We will very soon be on Blue Sky. Yes. Once when we, uh, once we figured out what it is. Um, we, and also, we, we, we'll apparently be on Discord as well, but we're still trying to figure out what Discord is because we're middle-aged and we're divorced and we can barely look after that, ourselves. That's where all the cool kids go, isn't it? Discord, yeah. Yeah, we should probably be there. Um, the only time I've ever been to a Discord, I was six and it was a school Discord and I danced to Michael Jackson and I got a kiss from a woman called Louise. Louise? Yeah. That the big tall Louise? Yeah. Oh. She, she kissed my face and she touched my tinkle. She did not. No, she didn't. It was wishful thinking. Did she kiss you, though? Yeah. Um, Give me a smooch in the broom cupboard. I mean, I just, yeah. I want a teddy. I know that. And I ended up giving it to Abigail Brockbank. Ah, oh, Abigail Brockbank, my first crush. What was the name of the um, caretaker woman? Mrs. Crawford. She touched my tinkle. She's still alive. She must be 109. 
No, it turns out she just always looks like Herbert from Family Guy. Oh, well, well I take it back, Mrs. Uh, Crawford. If you're listening to this, you didn't touch my tinkle. You went <laughs> you three still... in my arsehole. What? At least, you wore, at least you wore a thimble. Yeah. Um, so I'm still, I've still got it up there. It's like it's like having a bullet casing. The bullet is three inches away from my heart. Can we just be absolutely transparent here and absolutely clear? (laughs) That was a joke. Mrs. Crawford is lovely and did not go three knuckles deep in Andy's anus. Like four. (laughs) My mother knows her. No, you're right. It, I'm, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I did not it, get touched inappropriately by Mrs. Crawford, but I did get fisted by Mr. Braybrook. Don't we like about that man? Um, Uncomfortable yeah. fist. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of work outside. Calluses, oh, yeah. calluses, and hair. Man, yeah. that man had hair on his hair. Yeah, even his hair was hairy. His hair, uh, his hairy hair had hair. He shed as well, didn't he? Like. Uh, ironically, no hair on it. His hair was on his head was falling out and then just migrating down his arms. Very hairy palms, which is probably why we all thought he was a bit of a wanker. I won't have a bad word spoken against him. He was a one- wonderful teacher. That's because you had him for two years and did fuck all. You did word searches for two I years. We didn't do fuck all. Do you know what we did? Crosswords. We asked John Hankers to go next door, pick up his Transformers toys, and we played with Transformers for three s- lessons. Until we got we got told off uh, for peddling porn at our comic club. Shh. Come on, my parents know about it. They were horrendous. That's they were horrified. Another episode. <laughs> Do you want a Garfield or something from the bottom? Do you want something from under the desk? I've got something under the desk if you want to borrow it. Andy's hard stuff. We um, explain that context of that story. On another episode, they took all our money. We will, yeah, they did the bastards. Phil, Phil, what's his name? Whitehead stole our money. Anyway, donated to the school. Getting back to the matter in hand, we are winding this episode up. We are about to go to bed. It's very late. The world is is. very, very on fire, and we're very, very tired. Twenty to twelve, man. So, Philip, yeah, tell the good people where you are. I'm in my front room. And um, more existentially. Uh, I'm in a really good place right now. Um, I'm fairly content with life. Uh, I'm doing a Lego model like that. And on a social uh, platform. Our our, our social platform. Well, I went to Witherspoons. (laughs) So that's not really socialized. I'm (laughs) Twitter. I'm on um, at Geek Therefore. Um, I don't give my Facebook out because I don't do anything on my Facebook, as Andy will attest, when he upset my mother by using the C word by accidentally posting it from me. Yeah. That caused untold, untold, untold unhappiness. I had a lecture. Here's an interesting Uh, thing, guys. If you're um, a member of a group or a page and you're posting something onto a social media, make sure you know where that post is going to get posted to. Because I did not know that posting a post on Instagram from our Instagram account at Paracetamol Headache was going to be linked to Phil's My personal, personal Facebook account, which oh. plastered it all over the front um, of his timeline. And I had dropped a C bomb, a C bomb, and, and an F bomb. 
And uh, there was also a context in there of a man touching a child. It was a terrible, <laughs> it was a terrible state of affairs. <laughs> I, I, I won't lie. I've had better Mondays. All I can tell you was at that moment in time, I was the cunt. Seven. No, oh, it's odd. I know. It made me look like a right cunt. There we go. There we go. Um, but where can we find you, Andy, other than I'm at Sarian Lives on all of the social medias or at Word from Andy, Andy with an I. Um, and this is Paracetamol Headache, episode nine. This has been the episode where we've talked about horrible people doing horrible things. And then we talked about toys. Yeah. We love you. I love Get you. In Get in touch. Like an estranged, you. like an estranged brother. I, I love, love you too, man. I love I you love too. You like that awkward lump I found under my armpit, which keeps talking to me when I poke it and tells me to do terrible, terrible things, like start fires. Okay, Mister Lump, I'll do it. Just stop <laughs> making me mom hurt. I think it's time to go. Um, it is. We love you guys. See you soon. We'll see you in uh, not next week, the week after. But episode 10, double digits. Double digits. We'll have a little party. What are we going to call this episode, Phil? Ooh. Rishi Sunak wants, wants to watch the world burn. Oh, I like it. We'll go there. See you soon. That's not going to get us in prison or sued. Well, we'll just call him Fishy Runak. Sishi Runak, yeah. Or how about PM Fox Country? There we go. There we go. We love you, people. See you next time. Bye. Love you, Philip. Love you too, Andrew. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.